Well, hey there, everyone. Welcome on into VG Emporium, video game music, and more. I'm your host, Rage Cage, and um, I'd like to make a little note here, and that is if you're hearing this on July 27th, then that means I was able to make an episode around MagWest after MagWest. That uh, hoodaha, amazing thing. But the most likeliest thing is that you're hearing this on uh, July 20th, which means obviously I was not able to make something about MagWest in time, and I would hopefully have it ready for July 27th. And who knows, there might be even a second episode based around MagWest. But those are concerns for my future self. So what do I have for you today? More shop themes. Yep, the fifth episode based around shop themes. When I, you know, being that this podcast is kind of based around a shop, I should have done more already, but here we are. The song that we came in on with was Tease Shopping District Theme from Gurumin, composed by Hayato Sonoda. And let's see, this game is about this girl that moves to this town called Tease Town, and through shenanigans and such, finds herself in the monster town, and with a spear, like some kind of drill spear thing and a bunch of different hair, headwear and fighting off demons to save Monster Town. It's an action-adventure RPG and kind of reminds me a lot of Brave Fencer Musashi. And so uh, where this song plays in is in all the shops in Tease Town. So, you know, so inside the town proper, it has its own theme and it's pretty wacky itself. And then every time you go inside a shop, this starts playing. And I noticed that there's like this weird bar with musical notes and a bouncing little... Thing on the top and I don't know what that is for, but it has to have some kind of importance because music is very important to the Falcom Sound Team JDK, which Hayato Sonoda is part of since about 97-98, with his uh, first credit being Brandish 4, and then he would go on to work on many of the Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky, and Trails of Cold Steel games, as well as many of the Ease remakes and remasters, as well as, um, let's see, Ease 8 and 9, and Tokyo Xanadu EX+, just to name a few things. So now this, um, you know, even though this is like a store theme, it is not quite within that criteria I am looking for in like my Combini, Depachika, Super Maketo music. Because yes, it is a store theme that actually has lyrics, like there's a lyric version which makes it fit even more. But it's not quite that sound I'm looking for, you know. Um, if you want to know, uh, think uh, Tomato Mart from Shenmue and the shop theme from SNK vs. Capcom Card Fighters DS, which both were featured on the uh, first and second shop themes episode, respectively. And truth be told, the rest of the shop themes I'm going to be playing today are going to be even further away from that, uh, you know, that sound I'm looking for than this song here. But uh, with that, we're going to get into our next shop theme. That being Shop from Flimbo's Quest, composed by Johannes Biergaard. <laughs> Thank you. 
Shop from Flimbo's Quest, composed by Johannes Biergaard, and as you can probably tell, this is on the Commodore 64. And this is a really damn fine SID tune, and uh, the rest of the soundtrack is just as good, with some of the songs being even better. And one of the coolest things is that, you know, watching a long play, I've noticed that the sound effects make very minimal impact towards the music. So whoever's just programming it all into the game, either be it Johannes himself or some other member of the team that made this game, they did a really great job. You know, the game itself is gorgeous. I mean, all the sprites in the backgrounds are really well detailed, like have uh, nice color separations going on, so they're not just like some big old like mush of colors smashed together. And the reason for that is that um, this game was developed by uh, people that were involved in the demo scene for a few years, so they really know what they're doing because they're used to pushing this hardware to its limits. You know, getting back to the music, uh, you know, the reason why it's so good is because uh, Johannes Biergaard was a member of Maniacs of Noise, which was a demo scene group, which anyone who's familiar with the demo scene know that their music is just amazing. And then, you know, outside of demo scene, he would work on a few other games such as Stormlord, Sweet, uh, Thunder Force, who would eventually go on to become a jazz musician, playing for a few bands, playing with one, I think, called, uh, what is this, the Le de Merle uh, Jazz Quartet for a few years, and then would go on to become independent and, you know, work on many projects. And just now finding out that he uh, passed away just last year um, due to cancer. You know, he's only 52, which is pretty unfortunate, but the life he did live was pretty full, and he left a pretty good legacy. This song is a fine example. Um, to lighten things up a little bit, um, to tell you about this shop, is that, you know, you go through this door in the stage, and there's this little, this strange wizard man there, and you can buy upgrades for your weapon or such, and then you uh, have to fight um, certain enemies to get these scrolls that you take to this wizard to get, you know, letters to then proceed to the next stage. So it's a cool sorting mechanic, you know? The, the shop itself is central to being able to, pr like, you know, progress through the game. So now we're gonna come to a shop that is, uh, you know, essential in its own way, though not very favorable. Um, this is the pawn shop from Jones in the Fast Lane, composed by Ken Allen. short tune was The Pawn Shop from Jones in the Fast Lane, composed by Ken Allen. And like I said, it's not a very desirable place to go, but it is essential if you're needing cash fast. Which is something you may have to do playing this game, which is Jones in the Fast Lane, and it's a uh, take on the game of life, whereas it's a actual board game, but instead of focusing on like building a family and all, it's more focused on building your career, making money, you know, getting all these skills and stuff to be successful. Which, uh, you know, hey, if you're playing real good, you don't need the pawn shop at all. But if you're not so lucky, then the pawn shop's there. And you can pawn your items for about 40% of the original purchase price. And, uh, yeah, so you get that cash, so you could use it to do whatever you need. And then you have three weeks 
where it's up for sale only to you to buy it back for about 50% of the original purchase price, which is usually not great because it's less, or no, it's more than what you actually got for pawning it. Though, depending on when you bought it and how the economy goes, because this board game game thing works has an economy that's actually working and all, um, you could actually make some money back. But if it sits there for more than three weeks without, you know, getting the money back to the pawn guy, it'll go up to sale for any of the other players to buy. So then you lose that, you know, that item that you may have needed. And we'll have to go back and buy it at full price again. And, you know, looking at the picture that they have for the uh, the pawn shop guy, it's just this smarmy looking guy with glasses, a beard, and uh, has a visor, and he's balding. It's actually kind of great. So yeah, this game, Jones in the Fast Lane, it's like a board game, but it has so, so many mechanics going on, you know, economy, happiness, you know, just to name a few. And, uh, you know, makes sense because it was made by uh, Sierra Online, which are known for making the games such as King Quest, Police Quest, and uh, Space Quest, which all have kind of like a lot going on. And Ken Allen, the guy that composed the music for this game, also composed for those Sierra Online games, uh, such as King Quest V, Space Quest 1 and 2, and uh, here's an interesting one, uh, Clay Fighter 2. Judgment Clay. Now, it seems after 2000, he would largely take on a producer role for games such as uh, Arctic Thunder, Wheel of Fortune 2003, Trivial Pursuit, Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, but his uh, last audio credit being in 2022 would be for uh, Space Venture. So I'm pretty sure you're getting tired of hearing the song, so we're going to get on to something a little more exciting. This is another Nihon Falcom joint. This is Lively Shop from Brandish, composed by Atsushi Shirakawa and Maiko Ishikawa. That was Lively Shop from Brandish, composed by Atsushi Shirakawa and or Meiko Ishikawa. And this here theme plays in many of the shops throughout the game. Um, I'm not quite sure what determines which shops has this theme because I've seen, a, you know, two weapon shops have two different themes. So maybe it's just like the character they have selling you the weapons or the location. I don't know. But what I do know is that this is the most excellent shop theme. You know, it's also funky, the delightfully cheesy lead, and then this section right here with this bell-like lead is so good. Though it can be a bit jarring because a lot of the music that are like for the stages in this game are a little bit more on the somber side. And so what this game is, is an over-the-head dungeon crawler. And so you take the role of the swordsman Eris, and through a, you know, a fight that he has with his nemesis, Deladoran, 
um, you know, the ground collapses underneath them and they end up in the ruins of Victoria, which is where these shops are for some reason. Like, why are there shops in ruins when there's nobody going on down there, just monsters and stuff? But anyway, Eris wants to get out of this place, so he has to climb multiple levels, fight many monsters to just get up back up to the surface. So now let's get on to our composers here, starting with Meiko Ishikawa, who um, I'm pretty sure most of you may already know who she is. You know, she is basically the founder of the Falcom sound team JDK, and has her credits in so many amazing soundtracks for many of the early Falcom games. I mean, let's see what we got here. We got Ease, Xanadu, Sorcerian, Dragon Slayer, Legend of Heroes 2, Poffle Mail, Brandishes 1, 1, 2, and 3, I mean, and just so many more. And, uh, you know, her last audio credit is uh, in 2006 being, oh, would you look at that? Gudumin, and it would be around this time that she uh, would take on more of a production role, being the lead on many uh, many of the games that have come out since 2004 all the way up till now, 2019, with Ease 9 Monstrum Nox. And next we have Atsushi Shirakawa, who has actually worked on many of the same projects as Maiko. There are some that he worked on that Maiko did not, such as The Legend of Heroes 3, Shiroki Majo, Revival Xanadu, Ease 5, Brandish 4, and Zve. So now something really interesting that I just learned about Atsushi, um, you know, aka Tenmon, is that at some point he worked for the company Minori, which had some, uh, you know, did visual novels, and some of their games had openings animated by Makoto Shinkai, who was the uh, director for, um, you know, Your Name, which is like, you know, the big, big one that most people know. So, so when Makoto went to go do his own animations outside of video games, he tapped, you know, Shirakawa, from knowing him from Minori, to do the music for all many of his animations, starting with She and Her Cat and then would continue to work with Shinkai on his other projects, Voices of a Distant Star, The Place Promised in Our Early Days, 5 Centimeters Per Second, and finally, Children Who Chase Lost Voices from Deep Below. And so he did not contribute to, uh, you know, Your Name, Weathering With You, or Shinkai's latest film, Suzume. Though in 2019, he did officially join Comics Wave, which is the animation studio that's behind many of Shinkai's films as an in-house composer. This'll be a cool little factoid to share with my wife because she really enjoys Shinkai's works. Alright, time to move on. Let's see, this next track I got for you is called, uh, <laughs> would you look at that, it's such a strange coincidence. It's called Shop, from Meza Flot, composed by Yasuhisa Watanabe.
just heard, Shop, from Maze of Flot, composed by Yasuhisa Watanabe. And wouldn't you know the luck? You know, I go in from one maze, into another! But, you know, instead of being a moody swordsman stuck inside a dungeon that goes levels and levels and levels, uh, you're a little red VW bug that just goes around a city and you go inside buildings, which inside are the mazes. These buildings are mazes, but the thing is about these mazes is that they're all randomized, and uh, it's never inside the same building. So, like, you, you go into the same building, and uh, there's a maze, and then the next time you play, it's a completely different maze inside that building, and different stuff inside that building. And so, you know, the keys will never be inside the same building, you gotta find those keys to get to the next level, so it's a way that they designed this arcade game to get as many quarters out of you as they can. So now, if you're one of Keenier, you could probably tell that this is a Taito Jam. Those brass and whistle patches are just undeniably Zuntata. And sure, you know, this tune isn't as bombastic as something, say, from Darius 2 or Ninja Warriors, but hey, it's still pretty good. You know, at the very least, it is a very interesting shop theme. Um, you know, the rest of the soundtrack is pretty varied all over the place, like, uh, some of them are silly like this one, uh, there's one that's kind of like a surfer rockabilly tune, uh, there's one that's more rockin', and hey, there's even an Egyptian-style tune, just because. Why not? You know, all this music was composed by Yasuhisa Watanabe, who I've actually talked about before on my episode's uh, Special Orders 3, which is, um, we, I featured the track from Border Down, which was ordered by my good buddy Wade, who was one of my first guests on the episode. So there's two episodes to check out. Number 39, An Inexplicably Cute Sound with Wade, and number 41, SPO3. But yes, Yasuhisa, you know, he was largely a Taito guy since 1988, doing assistant on Bond's adventure, and then would be doing, like, sound effects and sound editing and sound design for many of, like, the early arcade games, like, you know, from the early 80s all up to the mid-90s. And then I think he would keep working with Taito, though he might have gone freelance because he's working on some titles like Custom Robo, Street Fighter EX3, Super Dragon Ball Z, uh, Death Smiles 2X, involved doing sound effects and music for Busta Move Plus and Bubble Bobble Neo. And then uh, he's still going, latest credit is in 2021 with Kira Kira Star Knight Exa. So now one last thing is that this track has got my brain working in a, in a strange way and it makes me ask the question. What connection does Maze of Flot have with Mega Man X series? And the answer to that is none. Yet. So now getting on to our last track, um, it's not from a video game, but it is very much related to video games, in a way. Um, because, you know, where do you go to get video games to then hear shop music in? That's right, game retail stores. So what I got here for you next is from a video that was called VGM DigiAdvan Game Retail Stores, and as far as I can tell, the song is called Waga by Atlas from Fashion Groove Volume 5.
that was Waga by Atlas from Fashion Groove Volume 5, featured in the video called VGM DigiAdvan Game Retail Stores. So this video was uploaded about nine years ago, 2014 for those of us that are in denial, by VGM or Video Game Media Global. And the video's description goes as such, VGM executed this outdoor advertising campaign with a difference. The DigiAdvance toured cities all over the UK, allowing members of the public to test out the newest musical computer games live on the high street. A PlayStation 3, Wii, and Xbox 360 were all connected to the DigiAdvance large format 140-inch screen, allowing people to sing, strum, and drum to their heart's content right in the middle of the street. So now, how I came upon this was I was looking for, you know, shop VGM randomly on YouTube just because, you know, I wanted to see what popped up and, uh, you know, the, some of the, a lot of the obvious things, playlists and, you know, obvious shop themes, Wii shop theme would come up. And then all of a sudden I see this and I'm wondering, what, what is this? And I click on it and it has this really cool music on it, though it doesn't show any retail stores whatsoever. It's all just people playing rock band on the street on this digi ad van. It's just this little mini van thing with a big old screen on it. And people are just having fun playing video games in day, at night, buses going by kind of cool but still no stores in sight but still it said game retail stores in the title so i threw it in here because why not it's a strange interesting thing you know this song is pretty cool itself um you know for some reason it just brings to mind for me skewmorphism i don't know is it, it's making me feel interesting things now as far as who atlas who the person that wrote this song is i don't know but um this fashion groove volume five that means there's four other volumes and I just tried to look it up and I accidentally put six and there's Fashion Groove volume six and seven. So these keep going and they all seem to feature um, kind of scanty clad ladies. So I imagine this is all just like music that was uh, used for fashion shows or something because it's, you know, Fashion Groove. I don't know. And uh, we'll end it right there. Yeah, because uh, that's all I got for you. So thank you again for coming into VG Emporium. And I hope you enjoyed uh, all these different shops I brought you to. And um, hopefully next time, the next uh, Shop Themes episode won't be so long off. You know, it's my bread and butter, or it should be. Like, I, I probably should be doing like uh, one every five episodes or something. Hey, but in any case, you know, if this is your first time into, Ma into VG Emporium, and, you know, maybe because I met you at MagWest and gave you one of my cars, or maybe we got to talking, I don't know. Um... Welcome, 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 and uh, yeah, definitely uh, you can find it on all your favorite podcatchers, such as Spotify, Google, Apple, um, Amazon, Audible, as well as the main website, vgemporium.wordpress.com, and then uh, yeah, you can find it on social media, such as Twitter and Instagram, as well as there's a Discord, which should be linked in the show notes, and there's also an email, vgemporium at gmail.com, where you can send comments, even a special order or a song request, which is, you know, I mentioned that earlier, SPOs, special orders, which, yeah, song requests. I get enough of those in. I'll do a dedicated episode. You know, I haven't gotten some in for a while, and I'd really like to see them uh, coming in. And hey, hopefully you decide to come back into VG Emporium, because uh, next week, you know, again, if uh, I, you're hearing this after the weekend of MagWest, um, I will most likely be having my MagWest episode, which will either be interviews with peoples or my featuring music from peoples that played at MagWest, or maybe both. We'll all just have to wait and see.